Jerry yeah. Depoto joining me right now for his uh, weekly Jerry Depoto show, Mariners President of Baseball Operations. Good morning, Jerry. Good morning, Mike. What's what? going on? Well, gosh, your team, man. Why, why, why won't they give up? What's with them? It's how they're wired, and uh, it has made this season so enjoyable. I, one way or the other, I'm going to hate to see it end, whether it's the end of the, the World Series or, or 10 more games, but this team is so fun to watch. They are. It, uh, it's just, I mean, look, I think we all, I wouldn't say we wrote them off. That's not fair. I don't think people wrote them off after the, the matinee loss to Boston last week, but I think we all recognize that day how much harder their road got, and they've played arguably their best baseball of the year since then. I, I, I don't even know if it's arguable, especially with how consistent the pitching has been in these last four or five days, you know, since uh, Logan started on Sunday in Kansas City, especially. But, you know, it, we're, the backs are up against the wall. And, and I suppose to the point that if somebody's written them off or not written them off, I think this team has just approached the season as if they've been written off from the start. And that's part of what makes them good. They bounce back and they, they want to show people that they're better than, than they think they are. Where would you be without Chris Flexen? He has been a rock. Uh, I think people, if, if given the chance to go sort by American League starters, with the various stable scores or stability scores, you would be able to cite innings pitched, quality starts, the, you know, the, 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 the foundational stuff that you build a, a 15, 1600 inning season on. Chris Flexen's delivered all that for us, and he has been incredibly steady. We got a lot more than we were bargaining for when he came back over from the KBO. And, you know, good for Chris. He's, a lot of people don't recognize he just turned 27 years old. This was his 26-year-old season, and there's still so much career ahead of him, and, and we hope a lot of it is here in Seattle. Yeah, I, you know, what a great find. I mean, I don't think he was on many people's radars, and, and you bring him back. I said earlier it was almost like from exile in Korea. I mean, you said you got more than you bargained for. What drew you to him originally? His stuff, frankly. The stuff and the performance in the KBO – we had a chance to watch a lot of video on Chris, and, and there was a, a decided uptick in his physical stuff and a change in style, the way he pitched. You know, he stopped throwing a lot of fastballs down, which was, I think, what he was being taught when he was with the Mets as a young prospect and, and a developing young major leaguer. And, and he started elevating his fastball and, and pitching with a purpose at the top of the zone. He's always had a really good curveball. He added velocity to his changeup, which you know took a – or, or to his his cutter, excuse me, and that cutter that used to be a, a pitch that would register in the low 80s, all of a sudden is a high 80s, 90 mile an hour cutter with a really subtle movement instead of a long one. And his changeup, he just frankly started using it, which is something he didn't do a lot while while being exposed in New York. And you know, all that led to a dominant season in the KBO, and it's really carried over here. Much of of what he did in Korea has translated quite well here in MLB. It's been incredible to watch. Um, meantime, Kyle Seeger hits his, what, 35th home run yesterday. He's now driven in 100 runs. Um, you know, to, to put the GM hat on here, Jerry, he's his option uh, is your team option for this this offseason. What, what goes into a decision on Kyle Seeger's future? Not a lot of things. You know, where we are as a club, where he is as a player, you know, where the market generally have what the market allows and a lot of that is to be determined you know we'll sit down at the end of the season and, and talk it through actually late next week we'll talk it through uh, internally decide where we want to head with it 
And a lot of what we do is going to be defined by where we think we are as a team. And, you know, obviously by where we started this conversation and how we've talked through much of the year, we think we are a trending team and, you know, we'll decide on what to do about free agency, what to do about contract options when the time is appropriate. But right now we're just going to enjoy the ride. What are, what's the most important thing that Kyle Seeger has brought to your team? Same as I just talked about with Chris Flex and stability. Uh, and, and I could say that that stability, it's, a, it's, it's not a season long, it's a decade long. And Kyle shows up and he plays. And, you know, whether it's last night driving in his 100th run, the fact that it's, I've often referenced him as a metronome, you, you can plug in what Kyle Seeger is going to do and you're not going to miss by a whole lot over the course of a season. And, you know, that's a, that's something you can really rely on. And then the, the productivity offensively, he's still a very good defensive player. There's so many ways that he contributes, but it's that it's the known, the fact that he is durable, he shows up, he posts every day, and you can really count on putting his, his name in the lineup, in the middle of the lineup, which is not an insignificant thing. It dawned on me last week afterwards when I was re-listening to our interview that I never really followed up on what you said about Julio and where he could end the year. Um, but I also realized that you can't do what you guys did a few years ago. You can't have him just come hang out with the team, right, because of the COVID restrictions. So you can't like you can't reward him by letting him come hang out. Is that right? That's right. You know, a couple of years ago, what we did with with Cal Raleigh and Logan Gilbert and Evan White. Uh, you know, 2019, September, we, we called a young group of, of players up who we didn't feel were quite, quite ready for the Major League Challenge or we just didn't have the roster spots to add. Uh, but we exposed them to what the Major League scene is like, the pregame meetings, the discussions, what it's like in the dugout, the pregame prep. So it wouldn't be overwhelming for them when they did make their debut, which uh, Evan did the following year and Cal and, and Logan did this year. It's something the Indians afforded me back in 1992, and I think it's a, you know, it's a really wise thing to do with young players just to take the edge off. We're not able to do that. With the COVID restrictions, the players remain in tiers. We can't add more players to the tiers without taking others away. Mm. So, you know, that in addition to a more restricted September roster that allows us to grow to 28 instead of you know, really 40. And, you know, what we used to be able to do, like we talked about with, you know, a call up or a cup of coffee for Kyle Lewis or Justin Dunn and in 2019 that turns into a full season run for them in 20 really wasn't something we could do this year without costing ourselves someone who had been contributing during this, this playoff run and, and having to make those adjustments in the COVID restricted list. So, you know, it's a, it, it's unfortunate. Hopefully that's not something we're having to deal with, uh, perpetually that this does go away but a great season for julio nonetheless and capped it with a an awesome finish in double a and and now he's off to high performance camp to, to see where we can take this next year 10 games to go jerry uh good luck this is uh what a ride it really has been just a fun ride and i agree with what you're saying just any way that this team could just keep on playing for longer would be worth it to me. They've been a blast to watch, a blast to follow, and I'm sure they were a blast to be a part of. So thank you so much. We'll talk next week. You got it, Mike. We'll see you. All right, there you go. There's Jerry DePoto, uh, Mariners president of baseball operations.